Welcome to Mulks TV Talk, the podcast where we take a loving, longing look at TV and tell you this week, it's still happening. I'm not everyone's drink of choice, but I'm my cup of tea. I'm in the best shape of my life. Who begs to defy? I may run with the wolf pack, but I tread my own path. Yes, I'm a flirt, but home is where my heart is. When you know who you are, you have nothing to prove. If you can't stand the heat, get out of my kitchen. Honesty and integrity are my favourite accessories. Persistence is king, and I'm the queen of it. We are back. It is Real Housewives of Melbourne Reaction Podcast Season 3. Now it is Episode 3. Nicole McLaughlin, what the hell are we doing? Uh, we're spending most of the episode with our gobs open. Going, how, how, like you couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> no. And the best part is everything, everything up until about 40, 45 minutes in is just a precursor for all the shit that goes down. Oh, yeah, my last, God. The last seven, seven minutes is, is a glorious thing. Oh, I'm fanning myself with my notes. Yeah. I just, yeah. just the thought of what has happened is, quite frankly, a maze. We must away. We open at Rick and Gamble's. Making, making lunch? I don't yeah, know. We get a new character introduced to us at this point. We haven't met Luke before, have we? Oh, no, yeah, we have. Back in season... Oh well, you see, you weren't a con. You were a later convert, but back in season one, we met. Oh, sorry, la- early last year, we met mm. Luke because there was a bit of a storyline about how um, how he hated Gamble to start with when when she first hooked up with the Silver Fox. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he hated her. Um, but he's he's come around. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, you know. And I, I got to say, old. I love Luke. Yeah, well, you really? Yeah, yeah, I think he's hilarious. He's he's a dick. He's totally taking advantage of the situation. He yeah, knows he wants that he to be famous. Yeah, oh, sure. But if he can get Gamble wrapped around his little finger, what that means is any time he needs something, Dad, I need some money. No, Gamble. Gamble yeah, I need some money. Oh, here you are, darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he um he's already achieved that. You know, he's already got Gamble twister around his little finger, and she she loves him. Mm. It is of no concern. But have we determined Luke's sexuality? Oh, yeah. No, he's gay. We know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he discusses that, yes. Um, so, which is interesting when he talks about um, his, whether he's going to bring a date to mm. the wedding and he's, he's has a bit of an issue because there are apparently two people on the scene. Um, I did like the way his father sort of questioned whether that was at the same time, mm-hmm. um, which is not a conversation I think anyone wants to have with, with their father. Um but but and I, I do feel that when um, Luke, you know, talks about how he 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 he'd like to bring someone to the wedding, mm. um, Gamble says, you know, that's it's. I really I want you to have someone in your life. It's important to be loved. And I thought, geez, that escalated quickly. We've just gone from taking a date mm. to the wedding to it's marriage you know, equality. Yeah, you have someone in your life. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what she's flying the flag for. Um, but but it was you know it was an interesting lunch they you know yes. making plans for the for the wedding who to who to invite I love the freezer thing um, <laughs> Janet's picture in the freezer and look j- just quietly I uh, th- there's a politician that I used to work for whose wife was very much into putting people in the freezer um, and given that that they were a political couple lots of people were in the freezer and she swore by it. Um, she used to, but she didn't just put them on a piece of paper into the freezer. She put them on a piece of paper into an ice cube and froze them into an ice cube and put them in the freezer. She was hardcore in the freezer. That's um, commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she swore by it, and it and it and it worked. And um, so, yeah, I totally buy that buy that theory. Does that mean that when you need to use those people again, you have to wait until you the ice cube defrosts? Yeah, you do. You have to defrost them. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So no, it's an actual thing. I was uh, intrigued by some of the things that went on over lunch, not least of which the casual enjoyment and laughter at Luke's promiscuity, 
but also yeah. the the pros and cons of petty flirt. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, it has, has uh, Luke. I hate her. She's a bitch. She's a massive cow. So don't beat around the bush, Luke. Let, let us know what you think. And then you've got the silver fox saying that, you know, inviting her would be holding out an olive branch. He really does try to see the good in people, doesn't he? He's a nice guy. Now, a question. Mm. Uh, every man on Real Housewives of Melbourne, with the exception of the partners, are they all gay? Uh, well, all the friends have been pretty much the hairdresser, the Alan. Yeah, Um, I mean, honestly, anyone who wears a fluorescent, uh, a fl- uh, fluoro highlighter pen coloured jacket, you think there's a there's a good chance. So, so yeah, pretty much. And look, honestly, the, I'm questioning some of the husbands or one of the husbands. At least one a, of the husbands. Yeah. <laughs> but that, so, yes. We need to put this this section, Rick and Gambles, we need to put that in the freezer for now because it's going to come just roaring back at us later in the uh, episode. Yeah, it, it shoots back. I did love how how um, when Gamble was talking about um, the Silver Fox's involvement in the wedding that basically he was just a passenger in his own body. <laughs> what a great way to put, to put it. Oh, I want to be a passenger in my own body sometimes. Hey, yeah. Stevie, no, you're a passenger in your own body. Oh, I, I am. At least I get. At least I'm not <laughs> assuming that um, uh, the the wedding will take place in a church or in a park, and that I have to find out accidentally from my future wife that it's, <laughs> that it's environment. <laughs> yeah, and oh, by the way, Rick has to pay some bills. Well, duh. Yeah, we hard cut to hair Gina, and. Oh. Look, the, oh. the most delightful start of this little segment is that we get another Ruprecht sighting. Oh, I know. And he's just as gormless as he was before, which is a relief because I did think that maybe the the arc might be that he would suddenly – I mean, he does come out with one perler um, a little bit later into the scene, but honestly, the – now, look, I, my, I was, I was a, a PA for ever, basically, yeah. um, and – He's so bad at it. Like, no, he's fully oh, shit at, at being a PA. Oh, um, no, did you bring your phone? No. Um, d- d- I don't even know if he had a pen and paper in his hand. Why she has him, she's, she's uh, you know, she either lost a bet and got stuck with him or she's made a promise to a friend to, you know, employ their son. It's... Something. It makes no sense. It makes no. absolutely no sense. Um, but yeah, the meeting about uh, the the fragrance was mm. tops. Um, I, I love that. You know, we're having a meeting with Chemist Warehouse because you want to, <laughs> you know, aim high. Aim yeah. <laughs> high. Oh, no. oh, it's fantastic. I didn't even know that Chemist Warehouse sort of got involved in the development of a fragrance. I thought they just flogged it in big bins um, mm. with big yellow signs on the front. At, I think you know massive discounted prices. Well, and there's some other questions that let's even just talk about the, the wonderful meeting with the the people at Chemist Warehouse about the fragrance. Hey, Chemist <laughs> Warehouse, if you want to sponsor this episode, you can. Um, <laughs> what they wanted to know was what was the essence of Gina. Now, yeah. oh. her initial responses were garlic. Oh no, we couldn't be garlic, but that's what my memories are. Yeah, but you know what I love though is that the woman, the Chemist Warehouse lady, took her seriously. Yep. And and like actually picked up on that and went, hmm, garlic. And Gina's like, don't be an idiot. Not garlic. Yeah. I'm joking. Um, but then she went on to mandarin, pineapple, pineapple coconut. coconut. So she wants to have a bloody pina colada. Exactly what I wrote down um, with a side of bananas. <laughs> um, now, it, I think if they really want to get the essence of Gina, Nick, they're really going to be like, what is the essence of Gina? Vitriol. That's what is and hairspray. Oh my god! Could you imagine that as a fragrance? I know. That'd be a good name, wouldn't it? Vitriol for a hairspray. I mean, for a for a for a fragrance. This feels. I, I actually I thought that was the Britney Spears um, fragrance, but I googled it and it's actually a Victoria's Secret fragrance. So that's why she can't use it. But the one, and then the one, you know, sensible thing that Ruprecht came up with was uh, doing it in a different language. Not a stupid yes. idea, you know. Mm, no, very good. As it turns out, one of the chemist warehouse people spoke Italian. I thought Gina was Italian. Can't I, speak I a word too. of it. 
I did too. <sighs> so we came um, up with whatever it was, La Dolce yeah, Vita. Yeah, Im- Impavido, Impavido or something. Sure, I'll know. take your word uh, for it. <laughs> um, and then Gina, then we cut to Gina in, in her interview saying, um, I'm a whole postcode and I have no oh. clue how she made the leap from that name to how she's a whole postcode. I, she's I, a whole suburb. She's a whole I don't get that. I don't understand the leap. Maybe I'm overthinking it. So, We did see that Ruprecht is clearly a kid in crisis. There needs to be an intervention. We should probably call family services if he oh. surfaces on this show again. I, th- I think that we're going to see him pop up being gormless at least once an episode, just just for fun, just, you know, and and probably because she's had to have it written into it. I'm sure she's made a promise to someone that she, that she would employ him. And to close out, there's talk of, well, how do we market it? They're all sort of bouncing oh. ideas off. And then it was, you know, oh, people, you know, she wants it to be unisex. And then it was, well, you know, men uh, who want but to go to bed with you will buy this to, fragrance for yeah, their wife. Women want to be Gina and men want to go to bed with Gina. Now, look. I can only speak from one point of view. Um, there are there are housewives that I wouldn't mind trading places with for for a while. Um, Chica comes to mind because of her lovely yep. soft furnishings, mm-hmm. um, and she's wearing some lovely frocks this season. Um, I probably could live with being um, Susie for a little while, um, yep. but Gina, not so much. So, and and men want to go to bed with her. I can't speak to that. Oh, the tagline, want to go to bed with Gina. I can't. I simply can't. <laughs> now this. I'm sure there are some who do, but no. Well, most of them are gay, as best I can tell. Now, we get to move on at this point. Oh, there was also talk of transvestites, and transvestites would want to wear Gina's perfume because they want to be like her as well. I actually think that's bang on the money. <laughs> There's your market, girlfriend. Exactly. I wonder if they should. Giliano's transvestite. Yeah. That's what they call it. Uh, <laughs> now, you should totally be in marketing. Uh, look, I'm built for it. I have the body for it, that's <laughs> for sure. Now, the question here is this. If we thought that Gina's perfume meeting was good, oh. somehow we've escalated from that and we have Petty Fleur's catch-up with her sister, yeah. Gillian. I'm going to say that this for me, and maybe it's because I have sisters that I'm very close to, this was my favourite scene in the whole episode, even more than the last one, because if you looked up awkward in the dictionary, you'd see this whole scene play out because it... It's amazing how much shade Gillian throws at Petty Fleur right from the get-go. Gillian and Julie Bishop, same death stare. Oh, I'll just sit here and you talk at me. She was so I, – I, it's killing me to not know what the what the story is, what's – because we got nothing. They gave us nothing. They gave us nothing except, a, you know, Frosty the Snowman, um, it, which is great, very clever of them because now we're dying to see Gillian again and oh, find yes. out what the fuck went on. Like, what did she do? I mean, I love, you know, um, be, be normal, be natural, you're up yourself. <laughs> I love that someone actually said it. And I, I, that is something only a sister, sister could say. Oh, yeah, I had exactly the same question. What the hell happened in this relationship? I've got a couple of theories from, you know, kind of working out the threads as they played out very clearly. This is Petty Flo's problem. She's done something or hasn't done something or whatever, whatever. And, and, and Gillian tries to sort her out by saying, well, I've got no problem with anybody else in the family, just you, which makes me think that the problem is you. Yeah, that's going to be the case. Yeah, fair call. She is, however, jealous as all fuck. Like you can just tell, oh, you with your bags and your things and your stuff. You wish you had it, girlfriend. It, you can. There is a shade of green eking through that Sri Lankan brown. Oh, I, you she know, just I, wants it so bad. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't get that. Now that you say that, maybe I just think that. The like that Petty Fleur is boasty McBoast all the oh, time. Oh yeah, and is she? I like it's hard to know without knowing where Gillian works. I love that you can't remember. You don't know where I work. I've been there for eight years. And Petty Fleur's response was, "Well, I can't be expected to remember everything." <laughs> At this point, Gillian, you should be lucky she remembers your name. People, you like. 
Oh, that blo- that blew my mind again. Look, I'm very close to my sisters. Um, yeah, and and. So maybe I'm seeing it through different eyes, but yeah, that that was a good point. You can't remember where I work, so mm-hmm. that, I'm just an ordinary housewife. I don't know. Her, you know that the handbag did have a touch of the Kardashian collection about it. Um, yes. I did look at that and and wonder, but she's very. I mean, she's very statuesque. She's very. You know, um, they're very alike, aren't they? Uh, who do you reckon she, is older? Oh, definitely, Gillian's older. Is my call. I also reckon she reminded me of someone, but I couldn't place it. I had this really eerie feeling like I've seen that face before, but I couldn't tell you where. Now, point of order, Ms. McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. I noticed in this interchange that there was a wonderful little plate. It's a multi-tiered plate, almost a oh, yeah, high no, tea thing of pastries and food. Untouched. Untouched. I. That was for the crew afterwards is my guess um, and perfectly styled. I noticed that too because a little bit off centre, the, mm. the tiered um, cake tray on the on, – yeah, it was beautifully done but untouched, um, possibly frozen because of the stairs coming from Gillian. Um, that, honestly, that, and I loved how she said, well, I think it's, you know, it, it's time to wrap this up for today. Which yes. I liked because it indicated that there might be more. I mean, they're not going to bring her in and then do that to us and not bring her bring her back later on. I hope. Oh God, no! And then the hug, the least meant hug oh, ever. God, nobody wanted I mean, to be it, in that hug. A um, a, a quick slap across the face would have been more accurate. As a, as I a felt like I was. I'm in a whole other country right now, and I felt I was closer to both of them when that hug took place. <sighs> It was, oh, I, I, just everything about it, you've lost a lot of weight. Oh, was I fat? Well, <laughs> there's your problem. Like she's so she, she's so defensive and, you know, uh, I'm not up myself. Oh, hang on, actually, to other people I might be. Mm. Uh, no, yeah, no shit. <laughs> she's yep. I just awful. I need a moment, Nick, because. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Jackie went to talk to Chica. Oh. about becoming a mum and she's not totally sure if she should become a mum and I don't know what's happening. And, look, if you, she's right. If you're going to turn to anyone, you're going to turn to Chica for that sort oh, of Oh, God, yes. You know, there's no one else you're going to turn to. And I think Jackie, um, Jackie's terrified. Really, I think she's terrified of losing her figure. Um, oh, and, you know, she, she, she probably has, has a point. She could well be terrified of her boobs getting bigger, which Chica pointed out, because otherwise she's feeding him. She's going to topple over. Oh, um, breaking news. Boob talk was the best end to this segment ever. Oh, yeah. Jackie revealing she's an E cup <laughs> and she's going to become a Z cup. Look, I'll pay for that. Oh, oh, that that is going to happen. Yeah, no. So, but, but, you know, Chica, I think, handled that handled that conversation exactly as you would expect. She was warm. She was supportive. She made Jackie cry. Um and looking white hot in whatever those purple leather pants were. I, I, I wrote down Chica's dress with capelet. Um, fantastic. <laughs> I, I love that frock. That's my, you know, my, my frock of the, uh, of the episode. Oh, uh, this is the white one that she's yeah. using in the car. Yeah. Oh, and super preened. Like it was, there's not a wrinkle in that ever I in know. its life. And look, it, it, it's for, for someone of... Uh, Chica's age, which um, is about my age, it's exactly what you want. A little bit of coverage over the top of the arms, but still stylish. She's got it. Yeah, we got we got some close ups on some of the housewives in this episode that were not very flattering. <laughs> and uh, but it, everything it, it, on Chica, she, oh, yeah. every one of those Dang moments of Chica, yeah. she was killing it. Now I have some questions, and being that I don't have ovaries, I'm hoping you can answer them. Okay. Last time I checked, drinking alcohol while you're pregnant is a bad thing. Look, well, yes. I mean, there's differing schools of thought, funnily enough. My obstetrician back in the day said to me that um, they used to prevent early labour by uh, giving, and this is like in the 1800s, by giving a pure alcohol drip. Um, Yeah, I know. My obstetrician was like, yeah, you can have a glass of wine if you want. Um, Just don't down a whole bottle every night. Then, um, then there's the, the the greater school of thought, which is don't drink anything. So yeah, she's not pregnant. Currently. All they drink is champagne. It will dramatically <laughs> change the face of Real Housewives if Jackie gets pregnant because she'll be on the waters 
and angrier than ever. It'll be no amazing. No mascara for her. Oh no, anything um, for but her. No, no, she'll get she'll get pregnant off season. Oh yeah, so and we'll that, see. We'll have to cop the end of it and and the birth. Please God, the birth. The announcement, the birth. We'll see um, uh, Ben going the blub big time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I hope she did mention maybe she could have twins. Oh, God, what will I do if I have twins? I hope that she has triplets. Uh, <laughs> if for no other reason, then she can name them Shine, Shine, Shine. <gasps> You've been waiting all episode to use that, haven't you? Thank you so much. That was why I thought about a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, now, what do the angels have to say about Jackie as a mother? This is still an unknown thing. Surely they have an opinion. Uh, the angels will be bang up for it. Um, and it's going to, look, it's going to happen. I hope it happens because I think um, I think she'd be, you know, far more than I hope um, Lydia ever has any more children. Um, I, I really want Ben and Ben and Jackie to procreate because I think they're lovely. I'm, yeah, I'm think- really, I've, I mean, I've always liked Jackie, um, but I'm liking her even more this season because I think she's being a bit more um, natural. She's stepping up. Yeah, she is. There's a lot, you know, there is less of the shine, shine, shine. We had, you know, she wandered, walked into um, Chica's house with shine, girlfriend. But uh, I don't think we've heard shine, shine, shine this season yet. No, and, and look, I'm ba- I'm hanging for it. Yeah, uh, well. I do have a question, mm. uh, and this is probably an example of the bullshit psychotherapy that does get rolled out on The Real Housewives in every franchise. Chica tells Jackie, I, look, I always, I always tell people, you can have everything in life but not at the same time. Fucking what? That's bullshit. That you know, and that that's a, a quote that is. If I bet, if you went looking for it, you'd find it on Instagram on a picture of a sunrise. Big, I, I hate those things because a it's bullshit and it's yeah. it's you know it means nothing. It's, it's it's just not true. You cannot have everything um, at any and time. This is coming from a woman who can go down the street and buy everything anytime she likes. <laughs> That's right. Um, she just, you know, it's a lovely glib piece of advice. Um, that was it was a nice way to wrap up the segment, I think. <sighs> but that was all because I hate, I hate inspirational quotes. Oh well. In, speaking of inspirational quotes, we we hard cut to Lydia at home. Oh now we've had He's driving worse. Years, more than worse. This woman, there has to be an intervention. Hashtag free Joanna. Oh, Save God, Joanna. Yeah, someone go. We're going to have to arrange SEAL Team 6 to go in there, steal the bloody passport, get yeah. Joanna out of there and leave Lydia just tied in a corner, which she'll probably enjoy far too much anyhow. We're going to have to honestly fly in Blackhawks and, and lower lower the SEALs down. You're right. It's something, something's got to be done. She's got to be, be take, taken out of there. Nick, do you ever take a break and read? <sighs> Look. You know, I find that I do and then I have my um, my staff do everything else for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> she asked Joanna. Joanna, oh, Joanna. Joanna. And what does Joanna say? No, I couldn't. I have too much would, work to do. And you, you would wouldn't let me. me. You would fire me. Oh, no, I wouldn't. But how as about she, as she's sitting we just there, go and, yeah. Flicking through, which at first glance looked a bit like the Guinness Book of World Records, but probably wasn't. <laughs> Um, but, you know, a lovely coffee table book. Mm. But sitting there barking orders, or not barking, she was making suggestions for things that she and Joanna could do together. Perhaps we could go and clean out the pantry or the refrigerator. Joanna just stops and looks at her like, now. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, didn't we just do it yesterday? And Lydia's like, still flipping through the book, yeah, that'd be lovely. And then the cut to oh, the cut to Lydia square down the camera. I think Joanna really likes me. Oh, God. I have to say, I think Joanna uh, Lydia has become the most unaware villain ever. She is lacking in all sorts of self awareness, but is still able to just offer up these kind of oh, this is happening. And then give you this evil smile like she actually knows what's happening. So I actually think she does and she thinks it's funny. I mean, I think that, you know, you're right. She says these things and then, you know, cuts away with a little giggle or or something. But she actually knows what she's doing and she thinks that we're laughing with her. No. Um, uh, Yeah, as opposed to laughing at her. 
um, Figaro through this whole segment just looks ashamed to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, you know what I loved was when Joanna walks in with with Lydia's cup of tea, and mm. Lydia says, "Figsy, say hello to to Joanna." That's a dog. For the love of God, stop with the with the schmooching of the dog and the talking to the dog and the dressing the dog and no pants this week, which was disappointing. And the dog doesn't walk. I have a theory that she's broken three of his legs <laughs> so that he can't get away. Well, because he would want to. Because, honestly, he just looks embarrassed to be there. Oh, he, um, he, he he, he and Lydia need to be saved from the entire process. Oh, but the no. he, and he and Joanna. Sorry, he and Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Porsche arrives. And then there's the fluid oh. fest, which is just. Oh, it made me sick. Oh. And, and look, I was talking to a friend of mine um, on Twitter about this. And, like, Michael was just as bad as Lydia, you know. Yeah. The, the, that that um, home to button in the, in the sat nav. Yeah, yes. not not an accident, you know. Total, total flirt fest. Um, and, oh, he and was it, trying it on, and if she said yes, it was happening. You're a sexy mama. Who says that? Nobody. Um, the flowers were a nice touch, and you would expect that if you buy a Porsche. Oh, yeah. What I thought there was some a couple of real big concerns coming out of this. Flowers when I bought a Honda. Honestly, no. I I reckon you want more than a bunch of flowers when you buy a Porsche. I'm just saying. Well, maybe she got a little oh, bit stop. more than a bunch yeah. of flowers. You make a good point. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> why does Lydia care about the dog's feedback, feedback when it comes to a car? He can't talk. No, and he cannot drive. He can sit in his um, special. It's like a baby's um, a bassinet on an aeroplane. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> a pouch. And notice he gets in and just buries his head and hides because, like I said, ashamed, ashamed to be there. And then there was the conversation that Lydia said to her now, um, you're, you're going to need to learn how to drive this oh, too, Joanna, God. because, you know, we'll have to go. Dr- I was like, Joanna, get out. Get out now. Yeah, you're out of the back. open run. <laughs> she won't be able to stop you. Just go. Uh, but then it was the cut to, what's the name of Lydia's husband? Andrew. Andrew and I have been paying Lydia for her work. Contributing so to her savings by we like to think, That's right. We like to think that we've we've enabled her. To save enough, she'll be able to buy a Porsche. Why couldn't she? Fuck me. Oh, my God. And then? Oh, a whole lot then, racist. It just got racist yeah, from there. Super racist. You know, um, it goes ching, ching, no, no, chong, 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 no, ching, ching. And Joanna goes, that's Chinese. Oh. Whatever, it's all the same. Oh, God. That yeah, that that was one of one of the the oh my god moments. One of the so many- without without even being stupid, it was that moment that made me just go, Lydia, you are a horrible person. There is no way around this. Money has got to you, and you have just become abhorrent. Can you imagine Chica's face if she when she sees that? You know. Oh. It, there's, there's stupid, and then it's not for the Botox. You, you would even, yeah. you would, she would be able to make an expression because it would be so exaggerated because oh. she would be so amazed at it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was appalling, and it, not, not even funny. It was, it was just appalling, um, and to the extent that I'm almost surprised they left it in. So bad. Oh. Well, maybe so it's bad. because something um, else will come home to roost, and we'll see more of Lydia at the, the Ku Klux Klan rally or something. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, good point. Now, oh, awful. So, yeah, look, let's leave that. Just whatever happened there, let's leave that alone. Yeah, hang on, <laughs> time. Well, I can't even get past this. I thought her name was Fiona, and until I saw no, it Fiora, I know. Until yeah. I saw it pop up on the super where it said Fiora, what? Every all of the yeah. boys have normal names. Why is she got a demented <laughs> name? Fiora, I don't know. I don't know. And um, honestly, I found this whole segment a bit of a yawn, really. Um, it, yeah, it was all a bit know, only to progress that we want to get Brian and Janet back together. That's all yeah, this that's is right. for. Which does seem to be something that they're, that they're working on, um, which we see a bit later on. Um, Fiora wants them to get back together. Fiora obviously doesn't know about the Turkish wrestlers. Well, this um, is the thing. We cut to Janet talking about, oh, we really are two peas in a pod. What pod has Turkish wristies in it? I yeah, mean, like um, um, 
I did like how she said, you know, it's we're not two peas in a pod, we're three, four, five, and the rest peas in a pod, and I don't want to share my pod. Um, oh. And then the word pod just takes on a whole new meaning, and I can't think about it. Too much that. pod. Also, um, yeah, I, yeah. Janet couldn't face the text from Fiora when she was realising that, you know, Janet had been in her life longer than her actual mum. And it's, that's a sad realisation. Yeah. Obviously, Fiora's mum has passed on, and, and that's. Uh, a difficult realization. Janet obviously is very clearly, a, you know, a mother figure to her. Um, and, and yeah, cutting her. I think there's probably um, in the in that segment, you know, despite it being a bit of a yawn, I thought um, I did feel like we saw some genuine emotion as much as is possible with Janet because her, you know, head looks a bit like a sucked mango pip. Um, <laughs> we saw we saw uh, some emotion there, and I think she did feel feel bad and there was obviously a lot going on because you don't just cut I don't know you don't just cut someone or or cut ties because you're struggling um you're struggling with with it yourself so I think there's probably more to it than that and I I agree Mm -hmm. with you that they just sort of reeled Fiora in to um kick off the let's get let's get Brian and and Janet back together now this is interesting because Fiora cried but Janet didn't because she hadn't pre-filled her tear ducts that Yeah, day. I was going to say, we, um, uh, how would we know? But, yes, yeah. good point. Um, um, also, Fiora Janet, didn't just cry. Like, Fiora oh, was a bit She was, yeah. Ooh, shut up. Yeah. Um, Janet couldn't face getting back to Fiora when she got the text. I was dealing with too much. couldn't face it. No, it wasn't that you couldn't face it. It was because you traded in your original face. There, <sighs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how different she did look. Different. She looked really nice in that wedding photo because that wedding photo would have to be twenty years old. If they were married for seventeen, divorced yep. two and a half years ago, easily. Um, which means she must have only just split up with him. Although we don't know the exact date. Um, <laughs> when, uh, when, this, when when the Melbourne housewives first started, it must have been a fairly recent recent um, split. But you know, she looked lovely in her wedding photo. So. Yeah, I, I just I think there's a lot more going on there, um, and uh, you know, uh, Fiora. Yeah, goodbye. I'm bored with you. Yep, done. See ya. If I yeah. never see her again, it'll be too soon. That's now, exactly Nick, right. mm. this is an interesting thing. We have fair raced through the first forty minutes of this episode <laughs> because look, stuff happened. We have discussed. You know, we, we acknowledge that things have occurred and there was enjoyment and, and stuff happened. Um, but and we've not left anything out. I don't think. No, 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 we haven't. That's that's entirely no. correct. No. But we get to the last seven minutes where, sweet Lord, I have a page and a half of notes. Mate, I've got two and a half pages because it, it just it kept giving. Now, it's taken until this 40-whatever-second minute to see Susie in this episode. Yeah. No, no sighting of yeah. her. Yeah. And who's um, she in the car? She was in a car with a bunch of ladies. Susie, Jackie, and Petty Fleur were in what a limo or an Uber or something. Uh yeah, one one of. Um, well, they were being driven because we didn't see the. Yeah, none of them either. were driving. Yeah, uh, whereas Janet and Brian. Hello, yeah, Brian. God, um, why is Brian driving down, Janet? Heading down the peninsula. I don't know. Oh, because Janet wanted to um, get on the bevies. Yeah, sure, but so did the other girls, but they didn't get their ex-husbands to drive them. Oh, hello. Yeah, good point. Um, Uber. And, and Chica wouldn't be getting um, Chessie, her daughter, to, oh, God, uh, no. to drive her. I wouldn't um, be letting Chessie on the road, period. That girl yeah, needs no. a swift uppercut and a revocation of a revocation? Revocation, revocation? of a license. Yeah, it's a word. <laughs> now, a question. When oh. they get in the house, yeah. uh, Gamble is introduced to Brian. For some reason, he's escorted Janet to the door instead of dropping her off. Yeah, yeah. Talk about including yourself and wedging yourself into yeah, the story. Yeah, I've got here, Brian is the newest housewife. Oh, God. I've also got that Brian is always completely creepy. That's just my view. He's completely uh, creepy. Oh. Now, when leather jackets, like, a, like a, a, a biker jacket is one thing, but when they wear like a leather um Like a, Jeffrey a, Edelson coat, leather like jacket. a suit coat that's made of leather. Mm. Ew. Mm. Don't it's not me. happening. Now, Gamble asks, on meeting them, this is my ex-husband, Brian, Gamble asks quite legitimately and, and really underscoring what this whole, you know, afternoon tea is about, oh, are you two coming to the wedding together? Now, for some reason, there's all this faux, oh, orcs, oh, difficult, oh, no. What the hell is she meant to think? She met this guy for the first time. He's driven her, driven Janet out to her place 
of course you're going to think that there's something going on. Makes sense. Um, Because, and he's the only husband or partner or significant other that goes out to that little event. Yeah, that was, that was, we, I love that whole, um, um, you know, uh, gamble and um, the silver fox met online. And, oh, and uh, that's been way too said, underplayed. Uh, yeah, well, no, that's that's right. But then Janet says that um, she hopes Gamble doesn't recognise Brian from 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 an online dating site, which that'd be embarrassing. If they'd left it at that, it would have been okay. But to have the follow up, oh, and she didn't recognise him from his online profile. Oh, fuck, girl. <laughs> and then Brian I- makes the point that you know, if the uh, if the marriage doesn't work out, that you know, she should just let him know because he. You know, he's got dibs the next time round. Just he's gross. A reminder, Brian, Brian is completely creepy. Let's just leave it at completely that. Completely creepy. Oh. Right. So anyway. the others turn up, Petty Fleur, Jackie, Susie. Petty Fleur dressed as a Cossack, so that's good. What the um, fuck was going on with that yeah, hat? Um, and the the hat and, the, and then, and, but also you notice a little bit further on the midriff, midriff is out again because yeah. um, a fur and a midriff totally go together. Um, and she's not that ripped. She's not, not that yet. ripped. I mean, no. I mean, she does look good, but none of that works at all. I did. No. Love, I did love Lydia patting her on the head. I thought that was hilarious. Why um, was Lydia wearing a silk robe? A complete mystery, which made her look vast. It made her look absolutely oh. huge. Um, she looked like she was six foot wide. Yeah. She looked like she just stepped out of the shower. Like as far as I'll just was, put this. Yeah. It was really a, an odd choice, you know, especially for the peninsula. And everyone else is in light colours and, and she's her. in dark. Yeah. Which suggests that she's the villain. Oh, good point. I didn't think of that. I don't know who recommended, whoever styled her for that little event, but <laughs> they AIL'd. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And then, uh, and so before everyone is even there, Gamble and Lydia piss off downstairs, which and that's when we, we, we first see Susie who's horrified. Oh, the fracture's occurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how, how could that highly inappropriate. You come to my house and then, I oh know, we come to your house and you take off downstairs with one of the other guests. To talk um, about one of us and we know you're talking about one of us. Yeah, hello, do. Um, and then Lydia, so they're downstairs and um, – you know, because Lydia's such a good friend that she wants to give Gamble a bit of a makeover, a bit of a pre-wedding makeover, mm. which Gamble is not at all insulted by. Oh my god! No, what is she? Maybe she's transgender. Oh god! She does so make much. one suggestion that I agree with, which is that that um, Gamble could maybe stand to lose the dual hair color, the the two different hair colors. Maybe pick one and go with it. Um, yeah. I'm sort of with her on that. Um, I think it's time to, to move on from the two different hair colours. Um, but it's but very yes. big hair too. Sorry? Very big hair too. Oh, very big hair, lots of hair. It's, you know, pretty uh, quite Gina-esque. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that was, you know, there was a bit of a, a bitch sesh about, um, about Petty Fleur, which is when she, oh. she suggested that she could be transgender, which sort of came yeah. out of nowhere. Um, then we, so then we go back upstairs and Petty Fleur's all, you know, I can't believe that Lydia betrayed me. Jackie being the sensible one, which is what seems to be happening um, when when uh, Chica isn't around. Jackie's the Jackie's the sensible one, and love how mm. she said to Pierre, maybe you should take your own advice and switch the bitch, mm. and um, and go and talk to her, and you know, instead of instead of taking her on, just have a discussion, which lasts about ten seconds. The, the, you know, or maybe oh, look. So they they uh, they come back upstairs. Susie is livid. Susie's just still fuming over this. But yeah. Penny Fleur and uh, grabs Lydia. Hey, can we have a talk? Oh no, Lydia says to her, "Hey, can we have a talk?" Because uh, mm. Gamble and Lydia have also been talking about it. And and Lydia comes in with the look. I, I'm I'm going to apologise. So they go into just a little ante room off from whatever the plate there, the lounge room or wherever they are. Mm. And that develops very quickly from a. Look, I want to apologise that I've upset you. And, and Penny Fleur doesn't back down. It's like, girl, she's apologising. Don't get angry at her. Hear the woman out. Tell her that you're upset, but make up. No. Penny okay. Fleur wants to absolutely nail this woman to the wall 
and it just unravels. Well, let's face it, because that's much better TV. It would have been, you know, super boring if they just made up and <laughs> gone back in for some, um, you know, deconstructed pav. It, mm. You know, that that would have been boring, but it's that it that's where it started to to all fall apart. Uh, and, and then we then we. Oh. Um, I'm just having a look at my notes here. I love how Lydia says, you know, I've been a true friend. And then she goes, well, I've been a friend. <laughs> like she realises true friend, maybe stretching it a bit. Oh, look, and we've missed a couple of things in this as well. Lydia reveals that where they went horse riding last week, she's been a long-term member and has ridden horses there most of her life. And some of the staff there let her know that they were bitching about her last week. Really? I think replace staff with producer on the show uh but horsies uh also i thought this was honestly the line of the night i know exactly uh, which line it is and it'd be about about chica, about chica. Uh, so, chica would get along with everyone even hitler she'd be like hey yo hitler do you need catering yeah who would have thought that um gamble would have that line in her that's so great My girl that was hilarious oh. now so before the Lydia and, and, and thing happens, they're downstairs, right? There's conversations of how Lydia is going to arc up against Chica. Chica's not all golden. So that's a starting a war. Lydia v. Susie ramps up again. This is while Gamble and Lydia are talking. It's all going to happen. And then Gina arrives upstairs just as Gamble and Lydia go back upstairs and that's when Lydia taps PF on the shoulder. Can we have a little chat? other room. Yeah. Now, Can I just say Gina is wearing a, a, a grade 11 semi-formal frock? Just no, I know. What the hell is going we're on? We're raving with the bow, and I believe it was taffeta. But sorry, that's just an aside. Um, um, so, yes, does Lydia want to apologise? Oh, well, she starts to. PF goes spare. And the thing that gets me here is that Lydia thinks that PF has trust issues. But like that. Lydia doesn't going, text. I've got here no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? But Lydia doesn't text. And all I can put that down is to thank Shane. <laughs> I did not think of that. You're on fire today. Oh, I'm killing it. Now, while no, this is all happening. Shane, speaking of which, in this whole episode. No, there was no warning watch. So I've had to shoehorn him in. Um, while this is escalating and the, the, the talking is becoming shouting, Chica arrives. Oh, hi, everyone. Everyone's happy. Yeah, and Coke sort of game up. strong, by the way. Awesome. Oh, yep, she's killing on. everything. Not fur. Yep. As soon as she arrives, her first response is, what's going on in there? And Jackie decides that, oh, look, I'm going to get in on this. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna come and sort this out. So Jackie comes in <laughs> and, oh, my. <laughs> first thing, it. you guys know that we can all hear you um, shouting out there, right? And they're like, oh, really? And Jackie's like, yep. She's there to solve the problem. Petty Flo says, well, Lydia just blah, 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 that you are talking by my back. <laughs> Straight out, Jackie's like, yeah. no way, man. Like, to- if she went to grade 11. No way. Like, I totally tell everything to you right to your face when right I think you're Right to your face. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I think you're annoying. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> but I tell you she that to your face, and I love it how then at her piece to camera, she's like, um, she does my fucking head in. Oh, that to her face. Good on you. <laughs> so great. Yeah, and which is what we all think. And yet, she's honest. I say it. Oh, and her truth bombs don't calm things down, funnily enough. Mm. It only inflames everything because then Jackie comes out. Oh, and hang on. Lydia and Jackie have a little bit of a toe to toe. So there's an, another. Lydia's versing everyone this episode. <laughs> Jackie comes out and reveals to everyone they're having an argument in there. Because Lydia says that we're all talking behind Petty Flo's back. Now, what do you think is going to happen when Jackie says that to everyone? It just, it erupts. I've just got here, major bitch fight in the living room. It, oh. Yeah, it completely erupts. Everyone is is horrified that, that you know, that they could be accused of such things, which, oh, that you know. Lydia's trying to sail them up the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Gamble pipes <laughs> up with, well, Actually, it is true. You all do talk about her behind her back. And then I, I sort of missed who made the, the comment about who are you? You're just a, a, a chick from Newcastle. That was um, Lydia. Was that Lydia? And Jackie comes back with, and you just came from your mother's pitchka, so your what? Ma- your mama's pitchka, which um, um, Google it. Google it. Um, oh, it's a real thing, kids. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, a, Cro- a Croatian word. 
Um, it's working yeah. into my vernacular, along yeah. with the fact that in Janet's cutaway, in the midst of all of this stuff, it's just straight to camera deadpan. Oh, idiot. The hashtag is back, people. Lydiot is alive and well. Yeah. Yeah, that was great because she didn't even say anything else. It was just Lydiot. And even Chica is dragged into this and having to defend herself. Now, you know it's a Barney when Switzerland is Chica. Is, yeah, when yeah. she's got to take sides and tell people off and doing all of those sorts of things. Yeah. There is no resolution to this fight. Gamble says, oh, hey, how about we all go out onto the veranda for a little special <laughs> Very thing. odd. And- a bit of editing going on there that it was just, right, we'll just oh. rule a line for the moment because I need everyone out on the veranda. Bit, bit talk, a, about, yeah. talk about doing your head in. And like, I love how, how she's out there on the veranda. She's got her platter of, of invitations. Of invitation. and she just says, come out here and shut up. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and, and doles out the invitations. Yes, one everyone, they're one. all very yeah. beautifully, you know, uh, building up the suspense or there. Yes, we can't Pet- make it obvious that everyone's going to get one. Petty Fleur looking, how would you describe the way she was looking? Oh, um, dark. She was dark even for a Sri Lankan. She was not <laughs> happy. You are as bad as Lydia. No, no, I mean that quite, she has a darker skin tone than everybody else. Uh, but you could tell her blood was boiling and she was throwing so, so much shade oh, yeah. at Gamble. It was horrible. But Gamble still had an invitation for her. Someone has to be last, you stupid little woman. Yeah. And, and she's and all upset because, oh, I, I was the afterthought. Fuck off. Yeah, but then, but then the, 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 the pistol resistance of of the of the episode. She quietly leans over to 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 um, gamble in and and sort of whispers, but not like she's doing doing her a favor. Look, I really I want you to have a think about this um, because I can't accept this invitation until you think about whether you really want me there. And Gamble, honestly, she's she's got the ghoulies in this episode. Oh yeah, it's it's not it's like a beat, and then it's I've thought about it and just tosses the invitation away. The only disappointing thing about that was that she didn't rip it in half. Oh like that god, have, you know, but she was had to make another one over the balcony. It was fantastic, and like Chica is dying a thousand deaths that anyone could return an invitation. Um, oh. The minute that it happened, it, like the fact that we didn't get resolution on Lydia v. Everyone, yeah, uh, we just really put it into simmer mode. It certainly resolved nothing. But when this happened, the whole thing erupted like it was World War seventy three. It was on like Donkey Kong. Everybody and it wasn't. Everyone was going at Petty Floyd because Gamble's taken off inside, all a bit weepy, very obviously. But everyone else is just petty for How could you do that? You don't do that. And Peter is like, well, I'm not going to be invited if she doesn't want to invite me. She just gave a fucking invitation, woman. Yeah, Wolf Pup, how's that olive branch working out? Oh, just <laughs> so. And the best part is that that's where the episode ends. This eruption of an argument next week on so Real we're House open on that. Oh, it's Get back. Out. So what we get, the aftermath, the diagnosis, and then we get the clash of St Kilda. So we've got the, the aftermath, what happens on this the, the, the outside after the invitation furore, the diagnosis, where Janet just logs, oh, I've just been diagnosed with cut. What? What has she been diagnosed with? A bad you know, facial? like a sinus infection. Oh, it's ingrown toenail. <laughs> Something will have gone wrong that's of no, absolutely no anything. No consequence, except that Brian might have to, you know, care for her. Oh, you know, he would have to move back in to look after her. Yeah, it's going to be a way of reeling him back into the the show. Oh, he's totally, yeah, he's done. And the clash of St Kilda, Lydia v Susie. We are given just a snippet of those two firing up at each other. And this has been the clash I've been waiting for. Ever yeah, since we've been waiting for this, and I think that's why we didn't see much of Susie at all in this episode because, you know, we're, we're, she's going to own, I think, a good good part of episode four. Yeah, like a good title fight, you can't let your champ go out there early and waste themselves on too much of the pre-show, the pre-fight. They just got to turn up for the business, deliver it, and get the hell out of the ring. <laughs> 
that is exactly what we are getting next week. Nick McLaughlin, I'm I'm completely amazed at how the insanity and the ludicrosity continues to spin in this universe that somehow is placed in Australia. Well, you know, it's um, it's a gift from the TV gods to to all of us, really. <sighs> I'm still getting over port. There's so many there's so many moments in this episode, Ruprecht. I still can't believe he's around. What and if that- he's going to go to the wedding? Oh, please, God, please. I hope he has to walk three steps behind Gina carrying her heels. <laughs> it's about all he's good for, bless. Oh, and, and just looking kind of around like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Is this what I should be doing now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no clue. The baby is arcing up as a big storyline. We've still got, as we talked about, the Lydia uh, and, and Susie clash, the St Kilda clash is coming. Surely there's, there's more. Free, free Joanna. Oh, Free um, Joanna, more Warney Watch still to come. Yeah, so much to come. It's the show that keeps on giving. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of so much to come, Brian's still involved, so oh. we know that there's going to be some more conversation around yeah, something inappropriate. <laughs> I just had to drop that in there. Yeah, I know. Um, Thanks very much. Nick McLaughlin, as always, it's been a pleasure. How can people find you on the internet? At Nick McLaughlin on Twitter. Um, and uh, Nicole McLaughlin on Facebook. People, if you need to touch base with me, you know where I'm at. I'm Matt Mox TV Talk on the Twitter. Find me there uh, on the Facebooks in the same kind of functionality. But importantly, you need to get involved with this. If you are listening in for the first time and you're not a Real Housewives convert after this nightmare, you have a soul. Congratulations to you. <laughs> Go on. So, so from the soulless ones. That's right. From those of us who have fallen down a dark path, save me now. <laughs> See ya. Mulks TV Talk, the podcast.